0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما so as we started in our previous discussion, um, we looked at فصل في العلم والفقه So we talked about when we say العلم, we're talking about حقيقة العلم, which means uh, the reality of what knowledge is all about. And uh, we ended where it says that uh, a person needs to uh, learn or whatever that is considered to be wajib. How to get to that wasila becomes also wajib. And that is to do with our daily life. A person has to pray. They need to know exactly what will help them to establish the prayer. Fasting the same and the same thing applies to charity and also Hajj and that goes over even if you are doing business Or you are buying and selling you need to know what is halal and haram in that as we saw what Allah said Regarding the Prophet Shu'aib, his people they used to adjust the scale When they are selling and buying so that if they adjust the scale instead of giving you a kilo of a product they give you maybe 900 gram or 850 gram, And unfortunately, up till now, I remember when we were studying in Egypt, you go and buy vegetables from old men. You see them with this tasbih making zikr. They have turban on, they selling vegetables. When they weigh it for you, you can see, <clears throat> just to take money, whatever you do to turn away, you go home, they give you rotten stuff. Or maybe they give you things, adjust the scale with some things, magnet underneath the scale. These are all things that are haram. So if a person wants to engage or put, go into business, you need to know what is accepted and what is not. You don't want to do things that will be haram because you don't want to poison your family because whatever you're going to produce or sustenance that you're going to give to your family is very important to make sure that you work on your halal. Even if it should mean you are going to do the worst of job in the society that people don't regard, But at least whatever sustenance you come with is something that is halal when you stick to that allah will protect you and protect your iman but when you go about taking whatever money that comes your way you don't care whether it's halal or haram you just want to get any money allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah will not care which door of jahannam to put you in so we need to be very careful we don't compete so much into dunya as the quran is saying you will be in this situation trying to acquire grab this grab that compete in dunya before you realize you visited your grave you are in your grave that is the reality that is going to set on your eyes on that day but unfortunately it will be too late so with this also means that we need to teach our children it's not about just you you should also teach your children from the early age as the prophet ﷺ said Teach them how to pray at the age of seven. So by the time they got to 10 years old, they are already used to that. So teaching them in this manner, also make sure that you give them the aqeera. Let them know who is their Lord. Let them love their Lord. Some people, they started the tajdeed, put fear in children in the early stage. You don't need to do that. At that stage, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not holding them responsible for whatever that they do in terms of mistake. So concentrate on letting them love their Creator. So that when the love is developed and they love Allah and they do things because they are happy to do it. When they reach the stage where they can see things that are not good. Because of the happiness and the connection they have with their creator. Will be easier for them to stay away from things that are haram. But when you start putting the fear into them. Then they start to ask questions. Are we only worshipping Allah out of fear? Or are we worshipping Allah because he is our creator? So you don't want to do that. So we saw that. It is said that we should learn any knowledge. We don't have to learn every single knowledge out there, but we should learn the knowledge that will benefit us in the things that matter in our life. Waqila li Muhammad bun Hasan rahimahullah. This Muhammad bin hassan rahimahullah, he is one of the scholars of Hanafi madhab. So this Muhammad uh, 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 hassan he is one of the uh, scholars of Hanafi madhab. Others said he is. One of the companions of Abu Hanifat al oman He was told to write a book. Allah to send Zuhud. Won't you write a book about Zuhud? Zuhud basically means staying away from dunya. And I remembered in some previous lesson we spoke about this. I'll just quickly touch a bit about that because it's very important. The word Zuhud. We use this word to mention or call people. Someone who is in this state of zuhud, we call this person is Zahid. Zahid means someone who is away, staying away from worldly things. They don't decorate themselves. They don't boast about dunya. Whatever they do, they go to the minimum when it comes to worldly things. They spend their time much on Akhira, thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These people, are Zahidun, They are those people that they used to call them Sufi. So when you hear the word Sufi, it's not an insult. Sufi is not something bad you should be scared of. Don't look at what people see today, what people do today and they call this a Sufism. No. Sufism in the past, when we say Sufi, we mean Zahidu. Suf is from the word uh, leather. So they don't wear worldly clothing. They wear leather clothing to stay away from dunya. They just live a basic life they spend their time more in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. to the extent when you come to the city they will be in the village if they are living here and people become the city becomes bigger they move away because they want they don't want any corruption in their life and their connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. so these people are called Zahidun and this word Zahid that is the people that you call Sufi but today because there are some people who are doing things that are not right Islamically and they claim to be sufis people just look down upon sufism to the extent that when you say sufi people are looking at they see someone who is doing something haram but it's not the case sufis are those who if you talk about Ahl sunnah wal jamaah they are the sufis because they are those who implemented the way the sharia is to the extent they don't want modification when you go back in the past At the time of the Prophet the Arabic writings does not have any harakat, no fatha, no kasra, no dots, no dots in under or on top of any letter. So you see, the letters are just there, like uh, like worms walking in the uh, you know sliding in the sand. No differentiation between the letters. Later, when scholars introduce the dots. Some scholars, some companions and tabi'een at that time said they don't want to touch this Quran. This is bid'ah. Because of what? Something new has been added to it. Years later, Harakat, Fatha, Kesra, Dhamma, Shadda was introduced. Others said this is the worst bid'ah compared to the previous addition in the Quran. Khalas, we are not touching this Quran. This is the Quran you have on your shelves today. Not only Fatha, Kesra, Dhamma, and Dots. With designs inside it, decoration of golden colors inside it. So, if you are to compare yourself with those at the past, they will think you are a worldly person, but you are holding this Quran and condemning your fellow brother, he's going to Jahannam because he's doing bidah. You get the concept? So, it differs from generation to generation how we see things and how things are condemned. So, these people. The Zahidun, uh, the the people that we call uh, Sufi in the past, they are people who only concentrate on on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the extent, like if you look at the famous Rabia al Adawiyah's message in Iraq. Rabia al Adawiyah is the lady who was saying, Ya Allah, if I worship you because of Jannah, Ya Allah, you know my heart. If really because of Jannah I'm worshiping you, deny me Jannah. Ya Allah, if I worship you because I'm scared of Jahannam, Ya Allah, put me in Jahannam. But Allah, if I worship you because you are my creator, Ya Allah, don't deny me you. These are people that you call Zahidun. They worship Allah because he deserves to be worshipped, not because of any expectation. They don't want to worship Allah for Jannah or Jahannam. They want to worship Allah because he deserves to be worshipped. This is a lady who will pray, 1,000 rakat in the night. So when we sit down today, and because some people are doing some things that are not right, then we label everyone. We will end up making mistakes because you will end up insulting people that Allah Taala loves. And the Prophet ﷺ warned us against that. First of all, he said, Do not say bad things about those that have died. Don't say things about the dead people that are not good. And he went further to say, if you say things about people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves, Allah said, I have announced war between myself and you. If you hate someone that I love, so you want to present the deen, but you cannot present any good information unless you condemn and insult other people, then you are not fighting for the sake of Allah. Alright, so, he was told, Muhammad bin Hassan was told, write a book for us, write a book for us about zuhud about things that let us stay away from dunya all <kull> and he said so enough to kitab I have written a book in business which was in in buying and selling why are we talking about Zood teach us something that will push us away from following dunya and he said read my book that I've written about buyu, about buying and selling why is it so because in that he made it clear if you are to talk about to for a person to succeed in this world and hereafter, you have to fear Allah in everything that you do. When you are buying and selling, make sure that you think of Allah first before your prophet. Don't follow too much profit What does he mean by I wrote a book about Buyu? He said, What he meant by Zahid. He is the person who is being aware, who is aware of any suspicious things and uh, abominable abominable things in business. They stay away from anything that they know it can cause harm. They don't want to take any profit today and on the day of Qiyamah they will be asked to pay for it. They don't want that. And that goes all across the board, whether you are buying or selling whether you are lying to the government and taking extra tax, whether you are lying to the government and taking centelink money, on the day of Tiyama, you're going to pay for that. A Muslim has to be careful. Allah has given you good health. Allah has given you brain. Allah has given you knowledge. You need to go and work. Even if you are going to push trolley and feed yourself and your family, do that than to sit down and lie and take money from the government. We need to be realistic. A Muslim has to work. A Muslim Muslim should not be a beggar. We live in a society where Muslims have become consumers. They don't produce. They only go for the final product. We shouldn't do that. We have to fear Allah in all of our our affairs. It is very important to acknowledge that. You will take that money today. It won't benefit you. And on the day of Qiyamah, you will be asked to pay for that. What's What's the point? You wasted your time for nothing. Then you become among those the Prophet ﷺ said, Al Muflis, when he asked his companions, Man Al Muflis, who is the, the bankrupt? They said, Man la dirham ala? A person who does not have money. He said, In Islam, when we said um, uh, a bankrupt, we're talking about someone who comes on the day of Qiyamah with the reward of fasting, zakat, and everything. But in dunya, he insulted this person. They take his reward to pay. He slapped this person. They take their reward to pay. He cheated this person. They take his reward and pay. If the people are waiting but he has no much reward they take their bad deeds and give him so why will you follow these small things in this dunya to lose your akhirah? so we need to be very careful in our things so when he talk about zudu, he means those that stay away from anything that is uh, suspicious in business and things that are haram in business they stay away from it and the same thing applies to any other transaction that you do try to make sure you stay within the halal, what is what is accepted. Do not follow your personal interest just to follow dunya. The same thing applies to sahir al muamalat wal and also justice. So any activity that you're gonna find yourself in, make sure you know or try to seek knowledge about about how to protect yourself from. Getting into haram in there. Anything that you're going to do, whatever business you're going to find yourself in, any transaction, make sure you fear. To the extent sometimes Muslims start sit down and talk together, you want to buy a car, please don't buy it from your fellow Muslim. Because there's a fault, they lie to you about it. A Muslim will be looking into your eyes, lying to you about a fault in the car, you buy the car next day, you have not fault and he said, I gave it to you when it's good. When you go to an Muslim, you say, look, this is the car, the way you see it, this is how it is. The only fault is A, B, C, if you like it, take it. Muslim is looking into your face and lying. Muslims are saying to each other, don't buy from a Muslim because they will lie to you. So how can we justify our deen when we are treating each other or treating people in this manner? It is very important. The same thing applies to every single Muslim. To know القلب, the changes or the, 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 the characteristics of the heart. The heart has some sort of characters that you need to be aware of. Number one, a Muslim has to be or you should know how to be. tawakkul basically means... How to have trust in Allah. How to lean on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your affairs. Anything that happened in your life, make sure that within you, you can lean on Allah. You can trust in Allah in anything that uh, happened in your life. Well, The same thing applies to whatever happened. You're going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. Making sure that your heart knows when things happen. You need to be aware of yourself. You need to be aware of your surroundings. How can I go back to Allah when things are going wrong or when things are not going right? How can I assess myself and say, this is really from Allah? We spoke about this some time back. Our iman is totally different. Someone's iman, when they see something bad happen in their life, they look at it and say, it's because of my bad deeds. That's why Allah is doing this to punish me. Someone, when they see something bad happen in their life, they say, this is not my bad deeds. But this is a sign. Allah is reminding me that no life is permanent. So I should wake up. The same thing will happen. Someone will say, "Yeah, Allah, look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests me so that if I have patience, He will elevate my status. Everyone's iman on the same thing differs. Okay? So you need to know this sort of changes in our heart. And how can we sincerely depend on Allah in everything that happened? والخشية The same thing applies to Al الخشية Fear We need to know where in our heart and when this happens When to be scared When to be happy When to be sad We need to know the concept of our heart وردا, How to believe and also trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because this things that we made mention It happens in all of our affairs. It happens in all of our affairs. We need to acknowledge this. Anything that we do in our life, remember, very, very important, our heart does not stay one place. Things will happen today. We are amazed, we are happy. It will change and lean to another place. Tomorrow, another thing will happen. Or the environment we found ourselves. Environment that we find ourselves will have an impact. If you are associating yourself with good people, you are always in the masjid, you can see your heart is totally thinking about Allah more. When you are also among those that are always sitting at the base arguing about the soccer and politics, you see that is what your heart will be thinking of. Whatever you find yourself, the environment that you train yourself, that is how you will be acting. So it's up to you to choose which environment you want to be. Do you wanna be among those that will always say that? Look, come to my place. The new movie. I know how to what. I know how to download it. Piracy, right? I know how to pirate it. We're gonna watch. We're gonna binge watch all the episodes. You no, know, come to my house. You know, I have a big cinema. You know, those sort. might of, imagine if someone will give you that sort of hope. Don't worry. Come, my screen is big. We're gonna watch the soccer. Four o'clock, even if we're gonna miss Fajr. That you know, so everyone and each environment, you will know what you 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 are buying it. Where you give, take yourself is how your heart is gonna take it. Your heart is open. Wallah if you are always in the masjid, you are always around good, you we know ourselves. If I go to the masjid three days consecutively, no missing prayer, always there, I feel like amazing, I feel it's very light. And when I also decided that I have to watch a movie and play game all night and I cannot get up for Fajr, I know also. And the amazing thing is, without any alarm, we will not be late to work. But alarm will wake us up for Fajr, and we won't get up. I don't know what happened to my alarm. Easy. We blame the alarm watch. We blame our, our phone. But we are not late to work. So we, it is our priorities. We choose what we want to do. So, inshallah, um, as I mentioned, these are just all muqaddimat. It's just to open our minds and heart on the journey we're going, inshallah, on this. Inshallah, we continue with the lesson, uh, in our next lesson, inshallah, from Sharaf al ilm the status of knowledge. Subhanakallah Allahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta wa nastaqfiru ka wa Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al wa walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.